Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode of Damn Good Movie Memories, we're going to cover our favorite superhero villains. Now, many, many episodes ago, we did our favorite villains, and we specifically left out superhero villains because we knew we down the road we would do a superhero villain episode. This one was kind of difficult because when you think of superhero villains, a couple immediately come to mind, but then after that, it kind of tails off because for the most part, Superhero movies have to follow a certain format, a certain pattern. And so you really can't get, you know, someone that's outside the box of a typical superhero villain and and really go from there. I mean, it's it's you're kind of painted in a corner. And as you'll hear with my interview from David Gelber, um, who is a big time superhero and comic book fan, um, we ended up bashing more than we talked about our favorites, but that's okay. Anyway, I'll try to go through my list in no particular order, and uh, when we just get the, the the biggest one out of the way, and that's that would be the Batman villains, the Joker, and speci- you know specifically, I grew up with the Batman TV show, you know, in reruns, and so even though it was mostly a TV show, it was also a movie. So of course, I love Cesar Romero as a Joker, Frank Gorshin as the as the um, Riddler. Burgess Meredith, who was famous for being Mickey in the Rocky stories. He, of course, played the Penguin. And then you had three different um, Catwomen, and that was the original was Julie Newmar. Uh, Lee Merriweather was actually in the movie. And then Eartha Kitt, very briefly, played Catwoman. I would say of all those, um, Burgess Meredith might have been my favorite, but they're all good. They're all really well done, and they're all iconic. As for the Joker, um, okay, so I grew up with Jack Nicholson. The problem with Jack Nicholson, and there really wasn't a problem per se, it's just that when you see the 1989 version of Batman, you see Jack. You don't see the Joker per se. You see Jack playing the Joker. Whereas with the Heath Ledger one, you forget it's actually Heath Ledger. He becomes this crazy, psychotic villain. And, you know, that's, I think, why most people turn to the Heath Ledger version over Jack Nicholson. And that shouldn't take any away from the Jack Nicholson version. Um, but because it, it just seems like it's Jack, that's why Heath Ledger gets the nod when it comes to the Joker. All right, now let's go into other ones. So one of more recent films, Ant-Man. I thought uh, the character of Darren Cross played by Corey uh, Stroll was, was pretty good. It was a good movie itself. He just pays your typical giant corporation villain, which I guess is easy to do. And along those same same lines, Robert Redford played Alexander Pierce in Captain America Winter Soldier. Same type of thing. You know, Robert Redford's an icon, so maybe um, he gets more leeway than most, but it was cool to see him. Uh, the very first Captain America, um, the Red Skull, which is a great character played by Hugo Weaving. He's basically known as um, the guy in the Matrix movies, but the Red Skull is a very cool character. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Not to give anything away, but of course I'm going to do it. Kurt Russell is actually the villain in the movie, even though he plays Star-Lord's dad, but he's good, and um, and the CGI they did to make him look young was pretty cool, but Jack, uh, Kurt Russell is a great, great actor. A lesser-known one would be the movie Kick-Ass, and the kid who plays Red Mist... 
Um, he kind of played, it's a, it's a joke character of sorts, but uh, Christopher Mintz uh, Place, who is better known as, I think that's McLovin <laughs> in, in the super bad movies. Let me look this up because, you know, let's get it correct. I could edit all this out, but I probably won't. So let's check out super bad. And I am correct. That is McLovin. Anyway, McLovin plays a plays a villain in Kick-Ass, and so that's funny. All right, let's get to some more uh, better-known ones. In the original Spider-Man movies, Willem Dafoe he plays the Green Goblin, and I thought he was great as that. Again, you know, my mind might have been a little clouded because really Spider-Man is what brought back the superhero movies um, into the foray because Batman kind of killed the superhero genre um, after Batman uh, returns. And so when you get, you know, the Schumacher uh, era Batman, it really, superhero movies kind of went away for a while. Spider-Man brought them all back. And as you'll hear, Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus, everyone, I think, really enjoyed him. And that's the best one of the three. In the latest Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Homecoming, Michael Keaton uh, is great as Vulture. And Michael Keaton is one of those actors, much like Robert Redford and, you know, William Dafoe, that are iconic and they're top-notch and they're good in pretty much everything they're in. All right, let's end this with Superman. And we're going to go with the originals because that's what I grew up with. So Gene Hackman playing Lex Luthor, <laughs> again, iconic actor. Um since I grew up with him, he was probably, this is probably the, the first character I saw Gene Hackman play. So to me, he was always Lex Luthor. Um, but yes, he does kind of play it kind of hacky, kind of jokey, less serious, but that's okay. I think it works for that film and you can't go wrong with Gene Hackman. On a more serious note in the second film, which is arguably the best of, you know, the Superman, definitely better than three and four, uh, Terrence Stamp, who plays Zod, definitely iconic because just his voice and kneel before Zod, you know, that's, that's classic. So yes, Terrence Stamp definitely put his stamp on the character of Zod. All right. So this might be a rather short episode because most of my regular guests are not big superhero fans, but what we do get is definitely high quality. I hope you enjoy this week's episode and we'll talk to you later. Kneel before Zod. All right, for this week, we're back with David. Welcome yeah. back. And so I think you're going to be the centerpiece of this week's episode. As I should be. I agree, because you are the comic book guru. You love comic book movies. And this week, we are doing uh, our favorite superhero villains. And there's a ton, but uh, I think you'll probably give us less obvious picks, which is good. So. Well, I was going to say, this is a trick question, because there's <laughs> no good fucking superhero villains. They're all <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're all bad. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's it. That's, yeah, all you that's got. my list. <laughs> okay, um, so well, I mean, aside aside from like the obvious, sure. of, like Heath Ledger Joker, of mm -hmm. course, everybody loves. He did a great job. Yep. Everybody loves the original. Well, not the original, but, but Jack, um, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson yeah. Joker. Um, although he didn't really fit that movie. Mm -hmm. Like, you had super serious Michael Keaton, and yeah. then you had <laughs> you had Jack Nicholson just Being farting himself. his way around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a problem. Like you, you almost think of it. Not as the Joker, but as it's just Jack Nicholson. Whereas yeah. Heath Ledger, it really feels like the Joker as opposed yeah. to just Heath Ledger. So yeah. yeah. And then Batman Returns, that movie was just about the villains, really, but right. they weren't really that interesting. I mean, yeah, interesting concept of like mm -hmm. um, Oswald Cobblepot yes. being like 
Like they open the movie with like him getting thrown in the river. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, cool. This is really a kids movie. dark. Yeah, uh, film. his character more than any. I mean, Catwoman was dark, but not like yeah, because they're both like basically like thrown away people. Yeah, and, yeah. So interesting, but and not super necessarily. Too. <laughs> yeah, like really just unappealing. Yeah, like well, she was appealing, but of he was just like, what's going on? Like, why is your like, why, why do you have ink coming out of your mouth? That's right. Like, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You're not a squid man. You're yeah, exactly. a penguin. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so aside from both of those Jokers being, like, pretty universally mm-hmm. liked, and then um, Magneto, I feel like both incarnations of him as well, okay. like um, Ian McKellen Magneto mm-hmm. and then young um, Fassbender Magneto, uh-huh. they're both pretty, like, universally accepted okay. as well. Um, aside from those... Most villains in superhero movies are pretty bad. Uh-huh. Like they're all just surface level. Like you know, I just want to take over the the whatever, and I'm gonna end everything. And it's like, well, why? Like, what's? Why? Well, they all have to follow the the comic book superhero like our arc, and like there is doesn't seem like there's a, a lot of wiggle room. But of that, are there any that you enjoy more than others? Even though, yeah. Let's see. So recently, Michael Keaton in. Spider-Man Homecoming was really good. Yeah. Because his Vulture was, like... He wasn't even really, like, a villain. He mm-hmm. was more just antagonistic. Yeah. And he wasn't trying to, like, blow up the world or mm-hmm. whatever. He was just, like... He's just a normal businessman. Normal, yeah, he's yeah. a businessman, and his business got fucked over because of, like, the Avengers. So it's like, well, then... It wasn't even... I mean, it was kind of a life of crime, but he was basically just, like... Yeah, just, like, doing under-table shady stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, still doing the same old, like repo collecting like scavenging Mm -hmm. so um i guess the relatability of that and the fact that yeah he had like more to do than just like for no reason just go after the superhero sure like um because like yeah in all of the other spider-man movies it's like it's that weird like aversion they have towards each other of like for whatever reason like you're the bane of my existence it's like (laughs) why like mm-hmm. you don't even know each other but um yeah so he was really great as yeah vulture that's um, a good one because that's a that's a that's a recent one yeah. he did stick out i mean he's a great actor anyway but yeah, yeah that worked well um, okay yeah and um what else i looked up all of the lists okay. of like every like yeah. superhero movie and it's like oh yeah bad 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 <laughs> um it's kind of it uh like, oh uh i feel like just Batman in general, like mm-hmm. his villains are always kind of more interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And especially like after the sort of pattern that Tim Burton set up of like multiple villains mm-hmm. being in a movie, yeah. they kind of like took away the screen time from actual Batman. And you just like got, I mean, you didn't really get like story arcs for like, you know, actually, you kind of did get like a story arc for the Riddler and like uh, Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Like, he had more going on yeah. than. This is the same old, same old Batman story. Okay, so I'm trying to remember. So it's, is it Riddler and Poison Ivy together? Uh, Two-Face. Two-Face, okay. Yeah. Poison mm-hmm. Ivy was with Mr. Freeze? Was with Mr. Okay. Freeze yeah. and with Bane. That's yeah. a very limited Bane yeah. in that one. Okay. Grunting his way through. So how did you feel about Tom Hardy as Bane? I thought he was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, going back to like the bigger arc of him, yeah. he just kind of got cut off with the legs because all of a sudden it was like it was almost like the same bane from the 97 batman robin of like he's just a puppet for the person in charge of in that case 
it was what's her face um yeah, Talia can, yes Rool. yeah um so it's like okay well until you introduce that aspect it's yeah. like yeah it's interesting if he's he presents himself as mm-hmm. not really a bad guy like he presents himself as like you know oh, i'm gonna bring you know like order back to whatever like yeah. give the power back to the people and it's like okay i, I guess like and he yeah. had a bad childhood so they kind of got into that so you almost kind of feel sorry for yeah. him in a way yeah. Yeah. yeah and that yeah i guess that's the one thing that adding the talia mm-hmm. plot to him kind of added the whole but then it's just like the weak puppy kind of sure. thing it's like he's yeah, he should be like a huge, you know. I don't know. I, no, I get that. How, how did you feel about Liam Neeson playing in their in Batman Begins? He was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess actually, uh, yeah, Batman Begins, Scarecrow is interesting because mm-hmm. he was just like kind of doing his own thing, and he like probably could have just kept going like okay. on and on as just like his own little bad guy, right? Um, if not for uh, for Rage coming in, just be yeah. like, we're gonna blow up everything. <laughs> Um, but like, it's an interesting concept of, yeah. you know, well, you know, once everything hits its peak, you have to like chop it off and it's like, oh, okay. Okay. So we're, we're going to do this. I'm going to go through some of the more memorable series. So these the ones that come to the top of my head and I'll just, you can say good or bad, how you feel about those villains. All right. Let's do uh, it. Let's go through the Iron Man. Uh, so bad, bad, <laughs> so bad. Jeff Bridges. You didn't like, he was, he was okay. That's the first one. But yeah. What they did with the villain was it was just a mirror image of Tony. Tony, so, yeah, exactly. a bad version of yeah. him in a bigger, dumber suit. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but he was—he's a great he, actor. Yeah, so, as yeah. An, uh, yeah, like as an actor, he was interesting mm-hmm. at least to watch. But like you know, character motivations, like okay, you just want the company for yourself, right? Like, corporate espionage—that's <laughs> real interesting. Okay, so then the next one we have Mickey Rourke, who I think was right off the wrestler. So I think he, yeah, yeah, so he his dumb accent yeah. really was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and his character design was cool because he had like the whips and yeah. stuff. But after that one scene on the racetrack where like he whips the car in half, yeah. then he's relegated to just building stuff for, for what's his face? Um, for Hammer, Justin Hammer. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Sam Rockwell? Yeah, for yeah. Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole uh, third act like epic climax yeah he's just typing on a keyboard and sending all like the sentinel drones after yeah. him and stuff so it's like you have like you know muscly mickey yeah. rourke like and you just have him sitting behind a keyboard like chuckling away yeah chewing on like a toothpick yeah like, <laughs> he's a modern cool. day cyber geek yeah. that can't yeah um yeah so and then was, ben kingsley as the mandarin he didn't yeah i mean it's i could see why they did that like misdirect mm-hmm. of because you can't just do, you know, Fu Manchu right. Mandarin. Because it's yeah. like, then, you know, the internet's like, well, you're racist. Yeah. So yeah. it was interesting that, like, oh, it's just an actor putting on a show. And he's just, like, a drunk guy. But they didn't have to call him. Like, they could have just, you know, made him sure. something else. They mm-hmm. didn't have to have the time. And then having um, Guy Pierce mm-hmm. come in and be like, oh, I actually am the man. It's right. like, no, you're not. You're just, like, a dude hopped up on, <laughs> like, the... Uh, that extremist serum, whatever that right. thing was, it's like you're in no way <laughs> Mandarin. So it was weird. Okay, so Captain America. I'm trying to remember. Well, Red Skull was he was great. Like, yeah, I mean, for just the way they did for him. just being like yeah. a you know over the top yeah. like comic booky Nazi. Yeah, that yeah, was interesting. 
Who was the actor that played? I mean, he's pretty famous. Um, the Lord of the Rings guy. Yes. Uh, Mr. Smith guy. Yeah. Uh, the Matrix? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't think of it. We'll, we'll think of it. Yeah. Let's do the but majors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he yeah he did a, an okay job. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, especially because it was an origin story for mm-hmm. Captain America. It was really, it was one of those things where it's like, movie just focuses on the hero right. and the villains really just there mm-hmm. to just be like thorn in the side kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, you could do like a whole movie just on Red Skull. Oh, totally. Like, he's like an evil Nazi that mm-hmm. leads this like. Hydra organization, yeah. And they're like, yeah. And they don't. That's the thing they're doing, and they're killing off people too, which is kind of yeah, yeah. I don't know. Which I never understood the pattern of killing. Which Marvel like MCU proper mm-hmm. is, I guess, a little bit better as far as not. Actually, no. They yeah, they still kind of kill off the villains. They're just like let them exist mm-hmm. to like come back for another like with the green goblin in the Tobey Maguire yeah. you know that's guy who what was the guy's name that played uh the William Defoe William Defoe yeah. it was super over the top but it worked I think for, yeah. for at least that movie yeah. well even yeah if going back to that first yeah. Spider-Man it's so much campier than you remember because like at the time it was like it was a it, rebirth like, ushered the, shipper, the whole yeah. thing but like Rewatching it now, it's like this is really comic booky. Yeah, like it's really kitty and yeah. Like another bad one that's coming to mind is even though I do enjoy the movie, John Travolta and the Punisher. Oh, he was more interesting than yeah. Thomas Jane. He as was the Punisher. He was. Yeah, but he's still there's one where you know it's John Travolta, so it's hard to get out of that. And he tried to play like such an evil, scuzzy like yeah. mob boss guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just funny how this really, episode turned into really yeah. we don't like And it really yeah. just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So my number one pick, I don't know if it's number one pick, but one of my Dark Horse ones is, and a lot of people don't like this movie, is The Green Hornet. But you got, oh. um, God, now, now I'm spacing on, um, Christoph Waltz plays the villain in that, and he's really good in it. He was the bad guy. I only saw it once. Yeah. And I was drunk. Okay. So. <laughs> Maybe that was a good thing. Yeah. I, I think I it's underrated. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought it was underrated. I mean, true, I was inebriated at yeah. the time. But when it ended, it was like, yeah, that was a fun, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like they didn't take it seriously, yeah. which I think some people didn't like. But, Seth Rogen didn't even like yeah. it, so that that says something. But I like how Cato was kind of the main guy. Yeah, and uh, and Christoph Waltz is good in everything, so yeah. he was kind of cool as the villain. I think that was like 2011. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, it was after Iron Man and, like, the MCU. Right. So everyone was like, everything needs to be a shared thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything needs to expand into a bigger, like, universe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like since then, it's kind of contracted back to, like, let's just do standalones. Right. Like, we don't need, you know, a BVS to have 45 minutes of, like, this is all just not part of this movie whatsoever. Right. It's just setting up other stuff. So let's go into, so you, you do like Superman Returns, right? I you're, do. You're, you're an apologist for us. So, so good. So did you like, so I grew up with Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. Which one did you like better, Gene Hackman or um, That was the weird thing about, well, about, weird thing about Superman Returns is that it really was just a copy-paste of the original Superman from, from 78. 78. Yeah. And it was just newer actors doing the same shtick that the original ones did. So you had serious Christopher Reeve, yep. and then you had Chris, uh, Brandon Ruth doing yeah. a, a, like a serious Superman. Yeah. And then you have a weird hammy Gene Hackman just like 
playing it up for laughs yeah. and then Kevin Spacey doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was fun. I mean, just seeing Kevin Spacey like take it so serious, like take being so goofy yeah. so seriously was like kind of interesting. See him how, how he yeah, just like really like lay well, it into it. Kind of reminds you of uh, horrible bosses. Yeah, he was so just, over the yeah, top. <laughs> just like comically serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then for yeah. the Zods, when you have. Uh, that, yeah, I forgot about that. I I lo- I I liked Man of Steel Zod. Okay. Um, for that same reason of like, well, he's he doesn't see himself as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He is just like he knows no other way than like you know I am a Kryptonian and I am like genetically disposed to protecting Kryptonians. Right. So like, I don't give a fuck about Earth <laughs> or humans. Like if I like if I can just redo this planet and repopulate it with Kryptonians then I'll do that mm-hmm. and it's like that is clearly not a good idea yeah. but you, from his perspective it's like yeah okay I get it yeah like yeah, you're just taking care of your people right yeah. okay so would you we're jumping around here would you consider Loki a bad guy I was thinking about that because I was going through all the Marvel movies yeah. and it was weird because he was the bad guy in 4-1 yeah definitely definitely because he sent that stupid uh thing yeah. into Idaho or wherever the hell they were. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah, and then ever since then, I don't know why they're trying to make him be like kind of good guy, mm-hmm. but kind of not. Yeah. And it's I'm kind of tired of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think he's a great actor, and so um, yeah. yeah. Um, unrelated. Yeah. But did you see Kong Skull Island? I did. I did. And he was just like trying to be real action star yes. in it. And he was just like flexing his little arms <laughs> and you're like, like, oh, you're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was well done, though. I mean, it was definitely that Kong was way better than the revision of Godzilla. Oh, yeah. You barely saw, you barely saw Garth. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's what I really liked about Kong Skull Island. Yeah. It was like in the first 10 minutes, you're like full shot of Kong. Like, exactly. Oh, shit. All you right. Get a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you like totally relate to him because mm-hmm. he's like, he's just protecting his island yeah. and. Yeah, and then like at the end when he was like getting lit on fire, like yeah. no. <laughs> well, that and then Samuel L. Jackson is kind of the bad guy in it, and uh, and he's he, he's always good, so that that's kind of nice to have, have that. So you have the star power with him too. Um, so I was gonna say, yeah. as far as bad guys go, Sam Jackson has been a pretty good bad guy. Yeah. Um, my forgotten villain mm-hmm. that I was gonna bring up was Mr. Glass. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Um, yeah. And he was an awesome bad guy in that. He was. Um, totally superhero, comic yeah. booky. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that same situation of, like, he had a very clear, like, mission mm-hmm. and, like, arc. And it kind of being the twist of the movie, too, was like, oh, like, that's so crazy. Yeah. Um, of, like, all these terrible things were, like, caused by him. Yeah. Um, like, he was a bad guy the whole time. Uh, that was cool. How did you feel about... Um, Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman. <laughs> and then Venom was the guy from uh, that 70s show, right? What's his? Uh, Topher Grace. Topher yeah. Grace, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 3 is weird because yeah. <laughs> if it was up to Sam Raimi, I think yeah. the only villain would have been Sandman. And, and do and Venom then, separately. Uh, uh, I think he would have brought back the... the um, James Franco Green Goblin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, like, that would have, like, wrapped up the storyline and stuff. Sure. But the movie, from what I've, like, read online and stuff, like, it was supposed to just be Sandman was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was the studio that was, like, we really want Venom to be a thing. Uh, like, 
he has to be in this. And Sam Raimi has like gone on record and be like, I don't like that character at all. Yeah. Like I don't know what to do with it. Like mm-hmm. I just put it in just so that they had to get it off my back. Yeah. And it was and too much, you could tell. Yeah, yeah, it was it didn't fit. Like no. it really does just feel like what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And then the ending of like the bad guys teaming up, even though they've never met each other before, yeah. it's like, Hey, I hear you don't like Spider Man. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's part it's like how do you how do you even find each other? Yeah. Like um How did you feel about Alfred Molina though? As Dr. Octopus. It was good, except his whole kind of like, his whole deal was that he was so bitter and angry because he felt like his experiment wasn't going to blow up and kill everybody. Mm -hmm. And just because Spider-Man showed up, he like places the blame on him. Right. And then it's the trope of like the dead wife. And so he True. was just like the whole time he was like, "Oh, my dead wife and fuck you, Spider-Man." Um, it's like, really? Like that's a big leap in logic. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, if you like watch it from that perspective, all of the female characters mm-hmm. in those Spider-Man movies are just motivation for the guys. Right. Like MJ is just there, so Peter can be like, oh, like <laughs> I have to like keep this separate and blah 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 and protect you and. Um, and uh, Doc Ock's wife dying is like gives him something to be like upset about, yeah. and um, yeah. But I really like Alfred really. Yeah, I do it, too, was, yeah. it was a good, yeah. And that's the best of the three, I think. The, I'd the say, one, yeah. yeah. It's even with Homecoming. Yeah, it's it's a bit dated now, just because it is so early two thousands, and mm-hmm. like, and you know, he's not a teenager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I have high hopes for the Homecoming. Um, did you watch version. it? I loved it. I thought it was really yeah. well done. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, lastly, who was the main... I've seen only seen it a couple times. Who was the main villain in Deadpool? Oh, uh, shit. What was his name? Because I love his the name, movie, but I can't... His name was yeah. Francis, because <laughs> he kept screaming Francis. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know. I even know the actor's name is Ed Screen. <laughs> um, Ajax? No. Oh, yeah. Well, he was, Ed he Screen, was, yeah. Yeah, Ajax. Ajax, okay. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one for that one. Too. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, I mean, it's not like he did a bad job. They just didn't really give him anything to do. Sure. Like, sure. he was just kind of, like, weaselly, mm-hmm. maniacal, like, just for whatever reason, it was his job to, like, somehow trigger the X gene mm-hmm. in people. Like, yeah. kind of not really explained at all. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was okay. okay. I just, yeah. Um, yeah, Deadpool is more about, like, he was cool, yeah. And then like his playing off of like Colossus and uh, teenage Negasonic Warhead, yeah. like, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the bad guys was kind of forgettable. Okay, and Gina Carano, was, yeah, yeah, like, that's the true. sidekick, and they barely uh, used her. Yeah, yeah, she didn't do anything. No, yeah. no. All right, um, so thank you for doing this. We turned it into negative, but you do have one. I more. have one more positive. Okay, good. Uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Okay, so that the, the titular animated. phantasm yeah. was really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Spoilers: It was an ex-lover of Batman. Okay. Um, so I am going through all of the animated um, movies now, like all the DC animated. They start real strong. I know. I started. I'm, I just saw the first one, which was Doomsday, and so. Um, oh, those are the newer ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then I'm just gonna because they're coming out with like all 30 movies in November, so I just yeah. to watch them all. I don't know if they're going, if they're starting, because I think the first one that they ever did as an animated feature uh-huh. was Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if they're including it or not. Yeah, I think it's yeah. more just like the current animated universe, okay. whatever, uh, which I think was Doomsday. Doomsday or Public Enemies or something like okay. that. Okay. But 
those are other ones are really good. Yeah. Um, they've kind of gotten like the animation style has gotten real cheapy and not like and the voice acting has gone down. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So yeah. it's yeah, it's like it, even though they were always straight to video, they mm-hmm. never felt like straight to video. No, they're and legit. now it's yeah. like really feels like oh, this is just like done on the cheap. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, David. Yeah. Okay. PD is back. Hey, hey. Welcome back. <laughs> so Brian is back. We're going to talk about our favorite, well, we'll try to, our favorite superhero villains. Um, yeah, so you have a list of five. Yeah, um, I came up with a list. Yeah, well, mostly because if I don't come up with a list, I won't know what to talk about. Right. I'll forget about it. I'll go over it in my mind like, oh, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> anyway. So and then I have to do editing, and yeah, I don't want to do, do editing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I have a list of five. Um, the first one, and probably the best one, would be Heath Ledger's Joker and dark knight um i just i think that one is almost an obvious pick (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but that's okay anyone has seen that but so i didn't want to necessarily talk about it too much i just Mm -hmm. think it's probably the best acted part of a villain Mm -hmm. and then maybe one of the best written uh, very i think it's a very modern take on a super villain yeah and that that version of batman was very modern as Mm -hmm. well so um, did you so i don't know if you have it on the list so you prefer heath leather heath ledger over jack nicholson i like jack nicholson a lot mm-hmm. and as i told you the other day yeah. uh, i actually dressed up as a jack nicholson joker right. once for halloween <laughs> so <laughs> i have i have a fondness for that although i wouldn't necessarily consider it my favorite because it like i like that movie as well but it's not i don't think it's it's just very more, much more cheesy i guess yeah especially and, looking back now yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah i mean yeah jack nicholson was a good joker he was sure. but, and um, but more in the like original Batman TV series kind of Cesar Romero yeah yeah which is maybe like a well it's interesting 13 rating instead yeah and maybe it's a revisionist history because all we had up until 89 was the cheesy TV show yeah so Batman 89 seemed really serious but then you yeah compare it was it to, I mean it was it was yeah. a lot darker mm-hmm. and it was you know because Tim Burton made it yeah he, he makes everything dark <laughs> so um and yeah and uh Michael Keaton was was good as Batman I thought I mean mm-hmm. oh, I one, one of my favorite Batman so mm-hmm. yes but I guess, and then once you compare it to Dark Knight, then you're like, okay, well, maybe Tim Burton's isn't. Yeah, a well, Batman. yeah. I mean, I still like that that original Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think and I didn't yeah. include. I was gonna. I thought about including um, Shell Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Yeah. But I didn't find her to be like. Ultimately, she's not too much of a villain. No. So I didn't think she's like a great villain. Villain. Yeah. She's like an anti-hero slash villain. Mm-hmm. And the same same for um, Anne Hathaway. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And uh, Rise. I guess uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. yeah. And then David and I kind of talked about how the penguin with Danny DeVito, he's really dark. Like, he's yeah, I mean, that's, disgusting. That, yeah. that, that was my problem with that movie is that um, he's too dark. Like, that, that movie got too dark because he, you know, he has a kidnapping children. And I just thought yeah. It was, like, it was too over the top for, like, a, a comic book movie. Exactly. I guess the only knock on Jack Nicholson is it's, like, you know it's Jack. Oh, like, for sure, yeah. yeah. It's definitely Jack Nicholson as the Joker, yeah. not the Joker. Right, right. Well, that's so, where Heath Ledger was, yeah. was perfect. And, so. Yeah, Heath Ledger was com- completely lost in that role. Totally. Okay, yeah. so what's, yeah. what's so, the next So, um, although, okay, so I just talked, I just complained about the original Batman <laughs> being cheesy, and now I'm going to talk about the Superman movies from the 80s, <laughs> or go. 70s and 80s. Uh-huh. Um, I thought Lex Luthor, I mean, he's still one of my favorite villains, uh, Gene Hackman's portrayal of him in the first Superman. Yeah. Actually, first two. Uh, he came back and for four. Superman 4 yeah, oh my god I erased awful. that from my memory it was, yeah. that was a terrible movie even though Gene Hackman was probably good and they must have given him a, like a truckload of money to, to actually oh yeah to return part. yeah um, but he was it's kind of it was a weird take on him because he was like a genius evil genius used car salesman in a way yeah yeah it's a great way to describe it yeah <laughs> I don't know it was, it was comedic it was kind of like 
self-aware, like mm-hmm. uh, almost parroting a, a villain. But he, I don't know, it was it was funny and evil at the same time. And I don't remember ever. And again, it's been a long time since I read the comics. Dwex Uthor having like henchmen, so he, he had Mrs. Tessmacher. Yeah, and then he also <laughs> <It's> had <Tessmacher. laughs> yeah, exactly, which is that's memorable. Yeah. And then Otis, Otis played yeah. by Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. So yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, I think I that made it more humorous. I think than it I mean in the comics he has various hench people. Yeah, at different time, different depending on the writer and artists uh-huh. are. But yeah, I don't think there's anyone who's. I don't know if there was ever a Miss Tessmacher in the comics yeah. or Otis, maybe. It was almost like they wanted some sort of very attractive female <laughs> yeah, least, yeah. besides Margot Kidder in, in the movie. Yeah, so. they had to have a yeah. foil, I guess, to Margot or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, that's all right, a good so, one. Yeah, so uh, then Superman 2, I actually really like uh, Terrence Stamp as General Zod. Absolutely. I thought he was like super intense and yeah. evil and... But also slightly funny because there's a fish out of water and he's like this super powerful being that lands on... He's like the anti-Superman. Doesn't, doesn't want to fit in, just wants to like dominate everything. Exactly, yeah. So um, I thought Stairs Camp is just, was just really good. And oh, the, yeah. The Kryptons in general were cool because you actually had people who were true foils of Superman and that they were, you know, had the same powers. Yeah. But, and the whole Neil before Zod. Yeah, and, it was like, pretty voice. Yeah. Before Zod. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, and then uh, the next one was Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. The Sam Raimi yeah. series of Spider-Man. Definitely uh, probably the best of the three. Yeah, that was my yeah. favorite of the three. Yeah. Um, and basically because of the villain, um, Alfred Molina, yeah. who maybe I could have put him on my list of uh, character actors because he's, he's often a character actor. Yeah. Um, but he was great as, as Doc... Sorry, he was great as Dr. Octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was very... You saw there was a lot of uh, internal conflict in him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of in the ultimately a good person but just kind of overly obsessed by right. his work and he you know succumbs to his temptation mm-hmm. so it was i don't know it was a good villain role which happens to a lot of the villains yeah. like there almost has to be you're not just yeah. bad for the I sake of being bad it wasn't yeah. terribly original in that sense but yeah. it was it was a great portrayal of, of that type of villain yeah so i thought it was great and i like the sam raimi versions because yeah. it did hold true to the comics i mean that's yeah how they, they did yeah. yeah yeah spider-man and mj and yeah, yeah. yeah. it's good and, and the and the villains you know yeah so so, and then the last one I just thought of before coming in here was uh, Elijah Price from Unbreakable. So, Mr. David, Glass. David, I'm glad you guys brought this up. David did that at the end, too. Yeah. Because it's not your obvious superhero movie, but yeah, it is a it's superhero not, movie. Yeah, it's not really an obvious superhero movie, except that he's the guy kind of grooming the superhero the whole time. Yes. And then you find out why he's doing it. It's because he wants to create his own nemesis. That's right. And he's such he's, a comic yeah, book it's such, yeah, so he's so obsessed, and he's literally the antithesis of the hero because he's... Instead of unbreakable, he's entirely breakable. Exactly. He has the, the genetic disease where he's he's broken. He breaks bones all the yeah. time. Yeah. So, anyway, did you see really that clever. twist coming? I think I did on okay. that one because it was very it was it was a lot more telegraphed than like say the end of Sixth Sense. Right. I guess. Although you know, if you look back on Sixth Sense, the clues were there as well. Sure. But I think this one maybe is because I'm just more familiar with comic books and how how they kind of how themselves. yeah and how villains show up and what they how they how they operate. Then right. I thought maybe I saw that one coming a little bit more. And I think that's maybe, if you want to call it a problem with superhero movies, there's a certain pattern they have to follow. Yeah. And uh, it's difficult to kind of get out of that cycle, but that's what people like. I mean, yeah. you're going it's to a hard. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have just kind of different takes on the superhero in yeah. general. Like there's the the very modern slash postmodern uh, Dark Knight series. Sure. And then there's or uh, The Watchmen, which mm-hmm. oh, I, didn't, I didn't like the movie as much. The, mm-hmm. the comic book itself was, you know, considered a postmodern superhero. Right. 
uh, comics. So, I mean, there's that take. and But I, I think a lot of the villain stories are just, you know, they're, and the, and the hero stories are all kind of the same. It's yeah. just sometimes then they just venture into, like, okay, maybe the hero has more, like, a morally gray area. Right. And the villains are sometimes morally gray, too, so maybe they're almost, they almost have good intentions sometimes. I don't know, maybe you know, maybe you don't know, but the, are they doing a spinoff of Suicide Squad with the Joker and Harley Quinn? I heard that they're making a whole bunch of Joker movies. Okay. Some are, one is going to have Jared Leto. I, I haven't seen Suicide Squad, and I've okay. heard mixed things about it, so I'm kind of yeah. like iffy on actually he's, what I want to He's see. definitely over the top. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think he was supposed to be in another one, and then they're going to have a, like a different Joker movie. Okay. Or, I, I don't know. I read like something from DC that they're kind of going away from the Marvel model, and that mm. they're going to go with like a multiverse where okay. they're having like different characters play different or different actors play the different characters at different times or yeah. in different scenarios so mm-hmm. they don't have to be stuck in one path which i don't that's know I, bad, it's kind it? of a gamble yeah I it, is. it I think is maybe they just they fell too far behind um, marvel, marvel and they're they're trying to make their own that's a good good point because because really um man of steel was that it was a good 10 years behind you yeah, know, and yeah. I I liked Man of Steel until like the end. Yeah, and then the, that fight <laughs> just scene. like that fight scene just yeah. went on and on and yeah. on. And yeah. just, it was just so dark for us. But Superman. up until that point, it was it was really well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. And then did you see the Batman vs Superman? I did okay. actually. You yeah, you loaned me that. One. Okay, so, yeah, I, I watched forgot, it. Yeah. <laughs> I had seen part of it on the plane, and then I watched the rest of it when you loaned it to okay. me. Okay, it was. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that one very much. Yeah, it was too damn <laughs> it was long. Too, yeah. too the best long. part was Wonder Woman. Actually. Yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman was great, and then of course the Wonder Woman movie was great. Very good. Yeah. Took the best part of Batman versus Superman. It was. made that a movie. So. Yeah, which yeah. has me worried about Justice League. So. Yeah, I know Justice League is weird too because Zack Snyder left because I think his daughter committed mm-hmm. suicide yeah. or something really yeah. terrible, and then now he's uh, it's being finished by Joss Whedon who did the Avengers. Yeah. So. So who knows? So I mean, it could be some kind of weird Franken movie that maybe has, it'll like, be like Superman too, because that's essentially what happened. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The who, like, Donner, Donner started because okay. he was doing one and two together. Okay. And then he had a falling out with the producer, and then that's when Richard Lester came in and no, finished that's right. it. So right. there is a Donner version. Actually, it's the one on yeah. Blu-ray. So. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, you, you have good. to take it kind of, what it's it is. Longer. Yeah, I think yeah. there's more stuff that goes on the Krypton. Yeah. And, there's a little bit more Superman and Lois. There is. And yeah. then um, there's actually on Blu-ray coming out a three-hour version of the original movie, which was the original TV version. I guess they did, and when it was first released to television, they did a two 90-part um, days. Oh, where two they, 90 minutes? Yeah, oh, and, wow. and made it one three-hour movie, which I guess has everything in it. So I'm almost curious. I'm tempted well, to buy it. I want to watch that. I'll yeah. watch that. So I think it comes with that version and then the original together. So okay. I will, uh, I'll ping that to you. So. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Cool. All right. Thank you, Brian. Right, thanks. Mitch Tessbacher! Bye-bye, California. <laughs> Hello, new West Coast, my West Coast. Costa del X, Lutherville, Marina del X, Otisburg. Otisburg? Who's Tessbacher? She's got her own place. Otisburg? It's a little bitty place. Otisburg? Okay, I just wipe it off. That's all. It's a little town. Okay, we're back with Danielle. Welcome back. Thank you. So this week should be very interesting, much like last week's episode with Disney, where she tried to play by the rules, but of course doesn't. And so before we were talking about what would constitute a superhero movie, and she mentioned Harry Potter, and what was the first one? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) I tried to define it as comic... If it was once a comic book, 
that's a superhero movie. If yeah. it was a novel or for no. It's stupid because it could be fun. You're calling my episode stupid. <laughs> uh. It doesn't exist anyway, so what what's the matter? <laughs> me. It could be fun. I think Harry you need your Potter, own uh, I need my own podcast. Oh, that's, you know, because that is first and second, I don't even like comic books <laughs> I noticed a common theme in the past two episodes that you don't even like the things we're talking about. I know. Yeah. I'm here just to pass the <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and obviously our listeners are too, so that's here we go. All right, so w- let's see what you get. I, I, nothing surprises me with your list anymore. Okay, so we'll, I have a list. Yay. <laughs> I have five. Yeah. Oh, whatever. really? Not six? I always not six. Usually, you like to be. Oh, I have five and a half. Actually. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number five and a half. Or no? Oh, gonna... but I want to explain sure. something, and I don't know if it counts or not. Okay. Stop looking at the time. <laughs> I'm not looking at the time. I'm looking at the levels. You're timing me. I'm looking at the levels. I can be natural if I do. Oh, my God. I can't do anything that's real. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? What are you doing? So, no, seriously. Like, for the, for I think all the, the superheroes come, uh, how do you say, like, the movies. Yes. Because I, I didn't read the comic books, right? That's fine. I never read the superhero sure. comic books. I think so. I think maybe, I don't know, as a kid, I don't know. But I was never, like into it that much so i watched the movies okay so that's my so thing you never read the batman comics or the Superman i think comics. i did but i you know like it's so depressing so <laughs> i uh, i think there is a big influence on the actor who is playing okay it's, it's not even the superhero but it's like the actor no, so yeah Oh, I like this superhero, but when this actor played, <laughs> that one, I don't like the, no, super, the, the villain. Anymore. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Yeah. Number five. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> you always no. crack yourself up with the I, drum roll. Oh, come on, you left. Well, it's debatable. <laughs> well, it's well. Harry Potter, huh? So, no, my, my list, so it's from like the list to the. I know. How do you say Number five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So it is the Joker. Okay. Which version? For one Jack Nichols play. Okay. And that other guy that I don't know the name. Heath Ledger? Yeah. Yeah. The two. Yes. I like them So both which one do you like? You like them equally? Jack Nichols. Okay. No. Because that's I, the one you grew up I with. like him. Yeah. So, um, and the guy who played Batman. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. He wasn't good. So uh, Jack Nicholson was joker mm-hmm. <laughs> stole the movie so, so you, I like, didn't, you didn't like michael keaton did you like the other people that played batman no there's the other guy there's that's, val kilmer yeah that was the worst yeah jesus like, and george clooney wow. played once george clooney would give a pass because oh, now i went to biased. watch it just because <laughs> george clooney. you're biased of course <laughs> so yeah that is the best batman movie ever <laughs> okay you would be wrong because most people would say that's the worst Batman movie ever. That's okay. Jealous. So, <laughs> yeah. So well, even George Clooney was quoted as saying he did it for the paycheck. It's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, it's fine. I went to the toward the movie just for him, really? so it wasn't for the movie at all. So <laughs> there you no, go. It's almost the same. Almost. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, so you you're gonna go with the Jack Nicholson yes, Joker. Yes, Joker. That's, is that that's okay? Is that acceptable, Mister? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. 
So for places, <laughs> I'm gonna be editor. I don't know. Like there's no, I, I usually don't edit. Is he PG? Like, <laughs> do you do you listen to these episodes that I do? I do. And you you actually there's stuff I probably should edit out that I don't, and you still enjoy it. Oh my god! No, I'm did really, I say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not inappropriate. <laughs> a little. I mean, I try. <laughs> so for places, number four. So I like this one. Like. I like the actor, but I like the comics, and I read the comic okay. too. Is uh, the name is his name is Otto Octavius, the Doctor Octopus, Octopus. I guess. <laughs> yes, Doctor Octopus, and it's Alfred Molina. Yeah, yes, he's yeah. really good. Yeah. I like it. First, well, he's a physicist. Okay, he went crazy. Let's not go there. <laughs> so, is there a common theme here? <laughs> So, yeah, he's a nuclear physicist, yeah, not only a physicist, no. he's a nuclear physicist, and I like it. Yeah. I like the that idea yeah. how he transformed himself. Sure. You understand? So, I like that. And in the movie, he, the guy is brilliant. I really, and you know, like watching him, and I even like, whoa, I like him more than Spider-Man in this moment. There is a common theme with a lot of Spider-Man villains. They all seem to be into science, so... You have Dr. Octopus, you have the Green Goblin, because mm -hmm. he was a scientist as well, and then um, the guy who played uh, the lizard, I think, I believe, was a Yeah, but a I think it's because uh, Spider-Man. Well, uh, yeah, that's how he got bit by the spider yeah. And then I think they want to do the link for that. Yeah, makes sense. But I really like it. These were, like, not only for the movie, I like it. You liked it. The super, well, I like the super more than Spider-Man, so. Okay, so with common <laughs> Something theme here, wrong you, with me. <laughs> you like it. Well, you need a good villain. If you don't have a good villain, it doesn't matter. Okay, so third place. Yes. The, this is a... Uh, not cartoon, how do you say, comic book. Okay. Okay, it is Mr. Glass, <laughs> Unbreakable. Actually, which it's, is good, we're, we're having repeat picks here, because okay. uh, Hi, both, Brian and, both Brian and David both picked Mr. Glass. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yes, yeah, I Yeah, because he is a superhero. I, so, I've never, I didn't know it was a, car, a comic book before watching the movie. I don't think it was. I think, no, it's not, but I think it is... He's a superhero, There's a relation. Yeah. Like, um, he collects Bruce comics. Willis, there's a comic book. There's, you know, there's the name. I think, I don't know, because the cape. There's something like that. Yeah. And then Mr. Glass is like the villain yeah. from so this basic, guy. Yeah. So the guy who directed Sixth Sense directed this, M. Night Shyamalan. Mm -hmm. And basically Bruce Willis is like a superhero because he can't be broken and mm -hmm. then you have mr glass like yeah you know, but he's a comic book collector mr glass samuel L. jackson yeah so yeah no and there's no. It, there's the related with the uh bruce Willis too it's not the same yeah. name but it's i know something. what you're yeah yeah anyway so i think i like in this case i, I like samuel L. jackson yeah. Oh, yeah, and he great. played well and mm -hmm. he's very creepy in the way that like wow he kills a lot of people to find one that's unbelievable <laughs> Well, that's a superhero movie. How now. about if his theory was wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you keep killing. So. Science. I know, in the name of the science. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I like the superhero. See, I am playing by the book okay, here. I'm cool. super nice. I don't know you're if playing now. By, you're playing by the comic book. Very good. Yeah, see? Mm -hmm. I don't even like it. But. So in You don't have to keep repeating that. <laughs> <laughs> so, in second place, yeah. now you're going to have to have faith on me. Like... Bear with me right there. Oh my. <laughs> we shall see. So it is Buddy, as Noah's Syndrome, from The Incredibles. Come oh, on. Oh, see? 
It is. Okay, please. yeah, okay, I'll <laughs> give it to you. I wish this was live so people would call. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's a, but that's a cartoon. Oh, come on. Okay, the I didn't clarify. Come on, they're superheroes. I knew you were going to go rogue. It is, and that Kamai is the cutest super ever. Don't roll your eyes. Don't roll. Bring your eyes back. <laughs> I can see my brain. <laughs> bring your eyes back. Yeah. Um, it is. So I consider, because I was in the looking the least, I don't like anyone else. So <laughs> I like, you know. When uh, I saw him on the list, I was like, there you go, it classifies, yay, I'm going to put it I, I didn't say live action only, so I will give it to yeah, you. Yeah, see, you need to be more specific, second week. Could you know, name, everyone I else want. seems to not have a problem, but you're the one that, that's always... Uh, I am, yeah. I think. You're special. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm so, dying to see what number one is. So, number one is Voldemort. You better not be. <laughs> no, this is my... And I love the comic. I really like this one. I read the comic, and I love the movie. I love the movie. It is Mag uh, Magneto. Is Magneto the name? Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> I said in Portuguese. Magneto. <laughs> I say fast, so you will yeah. not understand. So the, it is my first place. I I really like. I like X Men. I, okay. I, I, I love X Men. I don't like. It. I love X Men. I saw. So who played Magneto? I, uh, I've never actually seen an X Men. Movie. Oh, I um, Michael something. I oh Ian McKellen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. He's he in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's why you picked him. <laughs> no, yeah. he's in the Lord of the Rings because the first one died, right? right? And they yeah. replaced by him. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because it was he was in the x-men movies and uh he was yeah sort of like oh he's good and bad <laughs> i know well he's a good actor um but i like x-men i like the idea of you know the superhero there's mystic mystic the, the girl yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, mystic. Yeah, yeah yeah so she's good too but sometimes she's good good so she doesn't qualify a super villain yeah. for me <laughs> but him he's amazing he because he ha it's not because he's a super villain like the octopus or other mm -hmm. joker that they want for him. He has a vision. He thinks they are like it needs to be different mm -hmm. the world and you know they cannot be hidden and etc. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But he goes a little bit beyond <laughs> as prove, they all do to yeah. prove the meaning. But I love X Men and uh, he is my favorite superhero That's and he has. I mean, is incredible, powerful. All of yeah. them, like. Well, I, I commend you because no one picked that one, and that one definitely qualifies as opposed to. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. Just, I was doing yeah. the the winner dance, the, the winner dance. And she just smashed her elbow <laughs> on the table. Uh, you probably heard that great thud. Oh okay, God. so let's uh, let's move on from your painful elbow and go on to what is your half pick? No, it was Voldemort. I read sad, but you were like oh looking mad God. and rolling your saru or something. <laughs> All right, Danielle. Thank you, as always. Sure. If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. 
Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. 